This is Too Busy to Podcast, a show for busy, multi-passionate female entrepreneurs at different stages of their podcasting journey who may be feeling frustrated or overwhelmed doing all the things. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast editor and podcast manager. I'll be coming to you every week, solo or with a guest, to share actionable tips, simple strategies and useful resources to help you manage and grow your podcast the simple way. We'll be covering the practical stuff like how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use, and how to create a podcast workflow that helps you to stay organized. But also there's the other important stuff like mindset, email marketing, productivity, and storytelling. So open up the notes app on your phone and let's get started. Hey there, I'm so grateful to you for being here. Welcome to episode 14. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about your recording environment. Your recording environment is super important to ensuring you have the best sound before you start recording. Yes, a mic is important, but where you record is as equally important as the equipment you use to record with. As you know, I'm all about simplicity and doing things on a budget So creating the right environment does not have to break the bank. So let's get right into it. First off, you want to record in a small, quiet room. So if you live on a busy road and you have a room at the back of the house, that's the one that I would choose. The room should have lots of soft furnishings, such as couches, pillows, carpets, rugs, because they are fantastic at reducing echo. If you do have some money to play with, You could soundproof the room by placing acoustic panels of foam on the walls and ceilings. You could even build a booth, but consider space. So if you're limited on space, you might not want to do that. Pro tip, if you have a walk-in closet that's big enough to hold you and a desk comfortably, then that is the ideal spot. I don't just mean a small closet where you're kind of huddled around clothes. You want a decent size walk-in closet that's carpeted, you know, lots of clothes, lots of furnishings. You can cover the mirrors to make sure the sound doesn't bounce off of the mirrors, but that is the perfect environment. I worked with a client we've been working together now since February, and when we first started working together, she was recording in her office. She followed my advice, has moved into her closet, set up a space in her closet, and it's made a huge difference to her sound. Before you start recording, you'll want to close all the windows, all the doors. For the windows, if you have curtains, you'll want to draw them. If you have blinds, pull them down so that the sound doesn't bounce off the glass. Sound is reflected by hard, flat surfaces. So as much as possible, you want to reduce those surfaces. If you're recording at a desk, such as I am, you could place a blanket over it. So I cover the entire desk with a blanket, put the mic on top to muffle any sound and prevent it from going through to the mic. Remember to turn off your machines. So whether it's a washing machine, a dryer, an air conditioner, a heater, whatever machines that you have in your home that become part of daily life that you don't even think about them, you'll want to turn them off or reduce the noise as much as possible. As an editor, I cannot stress to you enough how difficult it is to get rid of noise behind someone's voice. 
And there's nothing more annoying than recording a brilliant episode only to find that there is noise. And it would be very, very difficult to eliminate that noise. And distracting noises can be a turnoff for listeners. I know this is going to sound a little strange, but don't forget to put your pets away. They're super cute, but highly distracting. And they always choose the wrong moment to get up to mischief. When I'm recording, I want to be focused. I want to be in the zone. I don't want to be focused on what my puppy is doing across the room. So put your pets away for an hour or two so that you can just really focus on recording. Now, a small point on microphones. In episode seven, we covered the equipment you'll need to start a podcast. One of them being a microphone. If you haven't listened to that episode as yet, I'll link it in the show notes and I recommend that you check it out. There's lots of valuable information that I share regarding must-have equipment, nice-to-have equipment, and optional. So back to microphones. There are two types of mics, dynamic and condenser. When purchasing a microphone, you really need to consider the type of environment that you have. Dynamic mics, such as the Audio Technica 2100 or the Shure SM58LC, are great for recording. They're particularly great for new podcasters as they find their feet. They do tend to pick up only what's directly in front of the mic. Unlike condenser mics like the Blue Yeti or the Rode NT-USB, which are extremely sensitive to sound. So I use Yeti. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I just think they're really cute. They come in different colors. But I live in a, depending on the time of day, I live in a relatively quiet area. So I've gone with a condenser mic. So if you've identified a room to record in and you've done as much as you can to reduce echo, have a serious thought about which mic would work best in that environment. A good budget option is the Samsung Q2U. It's really versatile being both XLR and USB, which again, I talked about that in episode seven. So after this episode, make sure you check that one out. If you have a higher budget, the Rode Podcaster is a great option. Just There's so many different mics. Just do some research and see what works best for you, for your environment and for your budget. Dynamic mics are also known for being more sturdy, whereas condenser mics are more delicate. So you'll need to take better care. Another point on mics are their pickup patterns, which determines the area the mic will focus on when you are recording. Some mics have one setting, whilst others have multiple. For example, the Blue Yeti has three settings. And these three patterns that you'll need to think about are called omnidirectional, cardioid, and bidirectional. So I'll give you a bit of information about those three patterns so that you can go away and make an informed decision. Omnidirectional is ideal if you're recording in person, a few people around the table. It has a really wide pattern and picks up sound equally all around the mic. However, as the mic picks up sounds from all directions, you'll need to hold it close to you if there are any sort of background sounds as well. Cardioid is a pattern also known as directional because it can be pointed in the direction of sound. So on my Blue Yeti, for example, I have picked the cardioid pattern and the mic is usually directly in front of me. So it picks up sound from the front of the microphone while minimizing any sound behind it. 
The cardioid polar pattern is perfect, as I mentioned, for when you're speaking directly into the mic. However, as I mentioned also, it's extremely sensitive. So as we've talked about in previous episodes, those explosives like t and b, those harsh sounds that we make, the condenser mics can pick those up quite a lot. This is where the pop filter comes in. Again, we talked about it in episode seven, so go check that out for more information. And then thirdly, bi-directional also is called a figure of eight because that's the sort of pattern it looks like on the mic. It picks up sound equally from the back and the front of the mic and isn't as sensitive around the sides. This type of mic is good if you just have one guest sitting in front of you as opposed to omnidirectional where there will be several of you sitting around the table. So I hope you find that helpful. To recap, where to record small and quiet rooms are best. Consider your environment when you're purchasing your mic and do whatever you can to ensure the best sound before you hit that record button. As I mentioned, that could be in the case of lots of soft furnishings, making sure that you, you know, you could soundproof the room if you have that sort of budget. Just doing as much as you can to make sure that you set yourself up for success. That's it for this week's episode. Next week, I will be chatting to you about how many episodes you should launch with and why. So until then, have a fantastic week and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.